How's it going, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the worst intro of- we've ever done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the worst of. But, it, but yeah, it's okay because it's on brand. Because we're about to talk about the absolute worst of professional wrestling in 2019. All of it. I'm your ringmaster today, Corey Smith. It was all bad. With my, uh, I guess, I don't want to call you guys clowns, but uh, my two juggalos. I'm the bearded lady. Uh, Okay, my bearded lady. Michael Vergara. And uh, you be the one-eyed demon? Sure. (laughs) I don't know. Jose, Jose, the strong man. You be the strong man. The strong man, yeah. The the lion tamer. There you go. And we're here to show off the biggest clowns. Or cl- clowns or clownies of 2019. The worst of. The, the absolute worst, yes. But uh, guys, um, we talked about the best of yesterday. If you haven't listened to that show, please, please go listen. Because it was, it was a very in-depth conversation about the highs of professional wrestling in 2019 and the entire decade, pretty much, towards the end. And I'm going to have a little bit of a hot take going on here. I think this is going to be a significantly shorter show. Oh, it, it I always think. is. Um, I because think we could like some shit like it might actually bring us spring up into our minds like, oh, wait, no, that fucking sucked. So, you know, before we get into any of that, though, don't forget to like, share and subscribe at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I just need to make the sound clip. God damn it. Finally, I need to do that. But <laughs> like, share and subscribe at CWR4 and 5 um, because we have a bunch of new shows coming out this month. Russell Kingdom previews later this week. Russell Kingdom post show next week. And, you know, Rumble's coming up. I don't have to be in both of those shows, huh? Oh, yeah, shit. and we need to decide how to review it. <laughs> so, guys, at CWR4 and 5, so you can listen to all those shows because they are at soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. But let's get into it. We're going to do the first, kind of the same order we did last show. Sure, uh, let's do it. We'll start with worst on the mic, work our way down, and then come back to the our, our least favorite wrestlers of the year. Yeah. I don't want to say worst wrestlers, but one of them is pretty bad. So, I'm going to kick it off with worst on the mic 2019. And it has to um, be none other than Ronda Rousey. Oh, Ronda yeah. Rousey was always, uh, she always seemed like she was a deer in the headlights, went mm-hmm. on the mic, mm-hmm. especially in front of the live crowd. Um, That's a great choice, honestly. And those mood swings. It, exactly. <laughs> um, she tried to play to the fans, but they were just, they just came across like mood swings. Yeah. It's like, um, she I went on Twitter and, you know, she tried to start the controversy, like, you know, it's all fake, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you know what? Like, that was still a part of her character. You know what I mean? Those were kind of her she was, promos. She felt kind of above it, which, you know, like, there's merit to that as a heel, but they were pushing her as a face. Exactly. And I just did not like anything she said in 2019. She's also just not that much of a. She's, she's, not, not, and that, she's not that entertaining. And she's not that entertaining. And she's also not that great of a person in general. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And also, like, I heard her husband the, sucks too. But the Total Divas the, the season that she was le- that she was leading like were easily the worst was easily the worst rate in the ratings in general. Yeah. Yeah. I would fast forward the Ronda parts because yeah. she did a whole bunch of weird. Uh, she's gonna go hunting today. She just comes again. Becky Lynch is right. She just comes off as a big weirdo. Yeah, yeah. but we're gonna put, go shooting today. Put Shayna in that role, man. She would seem so much more match. Like, let's go fix my car. I mean, she's just about mm-hmm. like a like she's just a better Ronda Rousey. I'm gonna go hang with Triple H today. We're gonna go fix my '69 Chevy. Or Mustang. People care. are always like Teslas, and they're the best of the best and stuff. I don't but care. I, I do it more traditionally, man. Cookies. I'm old fashioned. Anyways, uh, yeah. Worst on the mic. I'm gonna have to. It's this is a bit of a weird one, but it's then, a like, weird one. Yeah, yeah. It's just mostly because he's actually kind of good at what he does, but then it's just it's the direction is just so terrible. Everything about like his just general direction is just terrible about it, and he has kind of t- turned it down ever since she's he's gone on to a bigger platform and that's Corey graves uh, i just don't like mm. i really just hate just this i i mean i'm of the belief that like 
commentators should just not be heels in general. And I know, like, and I just know that's just be like people are like, oh, there should be commentator heels, like, blah, 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 blah. And like, I think it's just because they were just growing up, like, with Bobby Heenan, Bobby Heenan, Jesse Mr. Ventura, Perfect, Jesse Ventura, and just like, that's just. I feel like just because it worked then, it's that's the way it should be now. I don't necessarily agree with that philosophy because I just he Corey Graves is just sort of just super was just super grading the majority of this year, and mm. just he kind of just came off he as just so good too. He with just comes Tom off Phillips and NXT. He just becomes this, this such in confrontational, like insufferable asshole, mm. and like and not in a good way. It's like like oh no, he's doing his job. Like no, like he's doing his he's like he's doing his job well. It's just that it's just. It's just a super detriment to and how many the product is, that he's covering. How many times is he mentioning he's with Carmella on TV? You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really say much. He doesn't. It's, really, it's, he's it's a bit more. Su- say it, he's a little bit subtle about that. Uh, like a little bit it's like, oh, I hope they don't hurt Carmella. And all well, that like stuff. the last match was Mandy, Ro- like the other night, Mandy Rose versus uh, mm-hmm. Carmella, and they're like, oh, this is going to be a conundrum for you, Corey. <sighs> he, mm-hmm. He's just super fucking annoying, and I just don't. And just. And the and fact that you don't watch SmackDown anymore. I mean, it's he's he actually has been kind of toning it down ever since mm. he was with he's with Michael Cole in that sort of sense. He's still he still kind of sucks. In yeah. fact, some might say he's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jose, yeah, worst talker. There's only one, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> There's a reason why they keep oh Lana putting people with him. Thank he, you. He has he talks like he has marbles in his mouth. At least, at least Corey Graves can form complete sentences. Okay. Bobby Lashley has a hard time with that. Well, and uh, remember when you used to hit me with a broom? Um, my honorable mention, I think, was Lana. But I feel like she's actually good at what she does to make herself seem. She gets like her she's point across, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because she's actually pretty good. <laughs> because if you remember her doing the whole Russian thing, she was pretty good at that. She'd mm-hmm. come out and go, "Rusev will crush you, and mm-hmm. he will do this and that." It was a more defined Blair. character, honestly. She's not she a vampire. She's count. I am a count alone. Um, uh, we're doing. Uh, okay, so you choose Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. You Bobby. Got, I chose uh, Ronda Rousey, and I choose Corey Graves. Now, honorable mentions. Seth Rollins, I think that guy was just super, was just like, was, was just, uh, he just like, has a nice voice. No, it's just more of just like he was just kind of just the poster child of the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> of like he was just became a poster child of that WWE promo. Mm-hmm. He has his like, I'm going to burn it now mm-hmm. sort of thing that it just, he, he was just not getting over. Yeah. He was just not being over. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Marvez, um, he's, he's, he's in a good spot right now being that backstage announcer. And I think he's actually, and he, him, like he has a place in AEW. I just think he never should have been in that like three man booth at all. Mm. Um, and also on the subject of AEW commentators, that contest winner from the one episode of Dynamite. Oh, <laughs> oh God! The State yeah, Farm yeah, yeah. Insurance contest winner. I don't want to know his name because just like he was clearly <laughs> nervous, and I bet you he's living with that for the rest of time, the, for the rest of his life. So I don't want to like you know, don't want to say his name out loud. But he knows who he is. He knows what he has done and what he's inflicted upon all yeah. Dynamite viewers. And one like it was a it was a Trent Beretta match versus I think I think it was Phoenix. I think it was. He, said, he just said like one thing, right? Yeah, and he was just like, "Yeah, no, he's definitely good." Yeah, and so like that poor dude. I have, but you know I, well, I gotta give, I gotta, I gotta at that put point, him accountable for it because that that's that contest should have never at gone that point, to existence. If, in if the I was place. put in that situation, I'm like. I'm either gonna fucking do great or I'm getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. You no, know yeah, what I mean, yeah, no. You just yeah. go no, out there, plug you, that podcast. You should you have just plugged. CW. Well, you know what, City Wrestling Radio. I'm, you know, talking about this every week. And Phoenix is one hell of a competitor. Oh, they are going, but then I bet you they're gonna be like, <laughs> beep, would, beep. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I'm saying. They would, they would never that. invite me back, or mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Damn it, kid, go for it." Go you know what I mean? It. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyways. I don't think there's anything wrong with contest plugging your winner. podcast. Next up. Oh, my God, that contest winner. Yeah, that's like throwing in a bad first pitch. Yeah. Next up is um is the worst weekly show, and it's a tie for me, um, but it's it's a weird tie because you I You had to have watched both of these shows. And I did all year because we had The Raw Review and Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap show. Remember that show? Remember both those shows? It, oh, um, but it's literally the first half of the year was Raw yeah, because totally. it sucked the first half. But then all of a sudden, once SmackDown made the move to Fox, it was SmackDown mm-hmm. because the, it was, as you said earlier, a paradigm shift. Um, Raw was suddenly a little bit better and it was kind of had that SmackDown feel to it because now SmackDown is the number one show to try to get the casual fans. Mm-hmm. They water it down Cons- consistently, you have you know people pouring dog food on Roman Reigns, King Corbin, oh, especially since the end of last year. It was the McMahon reset, and they're like, no more Baron Corbin. Where are we at right now? King Corbin. King Corbin. You know what I mean? He got brought out on a pedestal. This, this exactly. Week. So uh, it, it's it's a tie for me. Raw and SmackDown are the two uh, equally as bad weekly shows. <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Particularly on Fox because it it's a kid show. It could have been it, no, well, yeah, but then it also there with little regard I have for WWE in general. I still think it was just squandered potential. Mm. Um, this was this could have. I honestly thought because it's in a big and it's it's in a bigger platform. They have to impress as many like more people as possible, not just the audience, but to Fox executives. I think this is kind of an indictment of what the standards of at Fox. Right. going forward and I just thought it was incredibly disappointing of what has been presented to that show so far not to say that they have no room for improvement I think they definitely can with the you know they have been they have been more or less kind of pushing the right people for who they have now mm-hmm. um, granted you know Baron Corbin is the top heel over there which irks me I ah, no, he's not the top heel it's the fiend but they have like what they what they're doing with Roman Reigns I mean he's the fiends actually liked though People like The Fiend. People yeah, pay $7,000 for a fucking Fiend replica belt, which we haven't even seen on TV since. And I think it's been scrapped, honestly. I think yeah. that title thing completely scrapped. In fact, I feel like they should just scrap The Fiend in general, honestly. Um, eh, we'll get there. They but, can reboot that somehow. But I do think it's just Friday Night Smackdown is just a, the poster child of squatter potential throughout this year. And I just think it's it's indefensible what they have done to that show and what the, instead of what they could have been doing to Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah. Jose, I was not. I I, I I was not ready for a good time. Okay, we, um, well, we, uh, you actually were ready for a good. I time. was super fucking psyched you about. Were so ready. you were like, this I is going to change the world of wrestling. And then we did that it, first smack it, and then it was done. It was no, seriously, <laughs> like it was. I wanted. I it's 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 not hard to say that first Friday Night SmackDown is the most significant show of the entire year. Yeah, no, absolutely. you know, it's for it's its first go it at the network pyro. television. Mm-hmm. It brought back yeah, Pyro. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rock was there. Like, yeah, this was more. This was more than WrestleMania. You know it may not be like more people are watching it, but then like this is. This is what's going to happen. You know what's funny? uh, SmackDown going forward. This is wrestling going forward. It's funny that I was just watching the other night SmackDown for the first time in a while. And Carmella has pyro. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. Also, whoa. one thing I thought I fucking hate about Friday Night SmackDown, it's not at 60 frames. You know? Like, I know, like, I normally don't get that for... um, It's super goddamn weird. They want to... I know they want to put it in a cinematic light, but then... This is if you're really touting yourself as a sports like presentation, be like fucking sports and actually like Wrestling. make it make it look like make mm. it look like a live show. You yeah, know, man. it's it's baffling to me. 
Well, not me. I knew I this like was going to happen. Jose. <laughs> um, you know, you're right. That's the, that's why I'm so like actually negative. They got you. They got me. Yeah. We went yeah. to the last uh, SmackDown Live. And that wasn't a bad show. It wasn't, wasn't a bad show. Smack, I saw Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan. He lost, but you know. Yeah. I got to see and Daniel then, Bryan. And then we saw Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo. Yeah. When um, people were being assholes about that. Yeah. Fuck those guys in front of us. Anyways, <laughs> Jose, uh, all those shows. Stop dancing. Uh, disclaimer: We we don't watch every single thing yeah. that's on TV. At, we NBA, know enough. We don't watch. We don't watch Ring of Honor. Um, Which, does Ring of Honor still have a weekly show? Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, Impact is just terrible. You don't really you don't like Impact? I don't like. I mean, Impact I watched enough of Impact to really have an opinion about it. We did for a minute. Well, I did for a minute, a couple mm-hmm. years ago when we did on the B show, but. Um, yeah, I've been watching lately, and it, it does get it, weird. Sometimes. It comes off very junior league. Like I, I told you a couple weeks ago about that segment where Rob Van Dam was just making out with some random chick while there was an interview being conducted right next. <laughs> that to probably him. wasn't even supposed to be there. Like Rob, can you? Mo-? He's not moving. That's guys. exactly what they did. Rob, can, can you move? Who the what? Huh? What, bro? I need to sell these papers. Yeah, exactly. Seventy-five bucks for a fucking you box just, of rolling You papers. didn't watch it, and you just described the segment. So yeah, it's it's impact. I, I could I could sit through or at least have. Um, Raw and SmackDown in the background. Yeah, I could sit there, watch, play some, you know, Nintendo or whatever. Yeah, and I'll be fine. Yeah. But Impact is just re- it's like a chore. Like I'm glad I don't have to review that show. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely when I stopped reviewing it o- over a year and a half ago. I think mm-hmm. I was like, oh thank God, mm-hmm. oh thank God, why did I do that to myself? Whew. Anyways, let's move on to uh, worst, uh, I guess, special show or pay per view. Uh, however you want to define it. I think there's only one, right? Michael? I'm going to say Hell in a Cell. Jose? Saudi Arabia. Well, I actually have a tie. Between. I, think, I, th- I think the sting of Saudi Arabia, I think I th- that was just more prevalent last year than it was this year. One match. Goldberg Taker. Okay, no, you have a point there. But, uh, like, that, some might say that's the worst match of the year. But, um... Yeah. I think it's just the impact of no pun intended, but the, like the impact of the sting, of, like having a show take place in Saudi Arabia is like, okay, they're gonna do this show, I might as well, I like, guess whatever. But Hell in a Cell, that was just we thought that was gonna be different. We thought you were gonna be different. It's like a boyfriend who abuses us, and then they're like, I'm not gonna hit you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear this time it's different. I bought you flowers. Uh, but coming to your house tonight. Uh, but then it's just. It was just a utter domestic fallacy. violence is not a joke, by it's the way. Not, yeah, it's not a joke. If you're, if you're, if you're, I'm you're glad you said that. <laughs> please seek help. Please. But um, yeah. like it's just it's such a fallacy. Like that entire event was just such a fallacy. From not even top, I don't want to say top to bottom because it did have you know it did have your women's match of the year. They did. <laughs> that was a good. That was a really good match. Um, On paper, the card looked good, right? Uh, no, they didn't build it up until like three oh, days like, beforehand. That's, right, that's, right. that's the thing WWE's doing now is that they're right. fucking waiting until the last minute because Friday Night SmackDown is right before. The and Roman game. Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and versus uh, Harper and uh, Rowan. That was an okay match, yeah. uh, but, but it was a quick light and fizzle. But really, just Hell in a Cell was just super. Just, Harper's last match, I th- yeah, in WWE. I think it was just like it was an utter annihilation of Seth Rollins' character. Absolutely. Um, um, the, the build up and the match itself, and um, the fiend. Oh, I mean, I already, I mean, I. Nah, I wasn't day one hating on the fiend, but I did like wore th- wore a little thin on me like the week after the SummerSlam match. So my opinion of the fiend just didn't change. Well, it was ac- actually no, it was worse because of the red light and all that other shit. That was the introduction of the red light, right? Yeah, um, so, because before he fought without the red light against Finn Balor mm-hmm. yeah. a while ago, and because when I first saw the fiend, I was like, holy shit, this is cool. Like because he came out that new music, which is the same, but it was the new cover of the song, yeah. and it was really awesome, and it was a refresh to his character. 
Um, but when he starts using a giant mallet that, you know, Seth, you know, it would just, it, it turns into comedy really fast. Exactly. Yeah. So that addition of that red light really pissed everybody off. And I, people I know liked it. You know what I mean? I've known people to like, actually like that show. Mm. I think it's cause they were there live. But that you matters. Know, that really does you, matter. It does. You can't really, you can't really see. Um, people, yeah. There's been people tried to debate and say, say they could, but and then they're behind like, a cage. Exactly. I, oh honestly, I just thought like this. This was the they killing, should have put like a, a of sapphire the, filter over it too. This was a <laughs> this was an utter crucifixion of Seth Rollins. Um, but I also it crossfit was a tie. Jesus himself. It was a tie for me of the Saudi Arabia shows and Hell in the Cell. So okay. we have two winners, two right. clear cut winners here. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yes. And we move on to worst promotion. Um, of 2019, and Michael, I think I'm gonna let you start with this one. It's Ring of Honor, and why is that? Because they have generated zero buzz from what for for what they've had. Um, they have been drawing shows like that has been like like attendance from the of the hundreds. And this is because the 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 dwindling attendance did start with the Bucks and Cody leaving. Yeah. Um. So but that they have done nothing, absolutely to nothing themselves. to rebound themselves. You know, we've seen companies come back from worse. You know, like new, look at New Japan. Like I know Ring of Honor is not New Japan, but then they found a way. Just Ring of Honor has just been a company that just hasn't been figuring itself out right, right. throughout months upon months. Like they have Jeff Cobb, they have Bandito, they have Roosh, yet they have not been able to build up any momentum going I would forward. Love some with of those, those guys to get out of there, man. Yeah, I, I honestly, looking forward, I don't see Ring of Honor going much further. I think we're gonna start in the next couple of years the decimation of Ring of Honor. I mean, they it's not or it's gonna be bought by WWE. Well, no, it's. Thing is, Ring of Honor, they have Sinclair, like this, you know, who is worth way more than Vince McMahon ever will well, be. Well, yeah, but at a certain point, it's like if it starts to lose money. If they if they were gonna if they were gonna pull the plug, they would have pulled the plug a lot earlier than they what they're doing. So I think that they are going to be staying. They're going to be around a little bit it, more. Yeah. And like it's and here's the thing is that people that I know have said backstage. The feeling is everybody really wants to put on a good show and flip like yeah and you, so you know, that, these are people I know that work within Ring of Honor. So backstage, that's also uh, like a beast in and of itself. You had that whole moment of Bully Ray, like confronting that audience member who you know said things to Mandy Rose. Not for well, according to the fan himself, like weren't terrible things. Mandy but Rose, what? No, not Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy. Well, it's like his girl. He's he was like his girlfriend. Right? Some not not Mandy. Yeah, some woman named Mandy Rose. But, but uh, like, but then then Billy Ray like freaking. He, he, oh, he, he became security himself. He brought him backstage and yeah. was like, sat him down. Was like, don't you ever? No, he just like he just stared at him and says, "Go back there and be a fan." Like he was just lightweight. Just he said being, something about, like, "You wouldn't say that to your mother." Yeah, yeah and yeah. all that stuff. And then the whole Newsweek article regarding the dismissal of Kelly Klein and how they handled her injury and the pay, the, the pay or lack of pay that she's been going like her she's getting been getting let go from the company. Yeah, because while still a champion yeah. and while still while still a champion, and then you know trying to recover from concussion. I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're just. Not. I pray for. I mean, I hope anyone, because I, I, a lot of the wrestlers on there, I, I want to see do great things. Jeff Cobb, you know, I want to see Jonathan Gresham, Jonathan Gresham, yeah, uh, even you know Jay Lethal. I'd like to see him get out of there one day and you know do something else. But like, not Jay Lethal's. I think he uh, is he's bound bound in blood with that. Company. I know, I know. But like, if my you know premonition of Ring of Honor, because I, I'll agree with you on this, is that my worst promotion of the year was Ring of Honor as well. For all those reasons, they. Are they're doing nothing to try to generate um, any type of buzz? Any type of buzz. Out. They're not trying to make their talent happy. They're not embracing their history as well. Exactly. Not enough so, that is going on. But besides uploading like the library they have on YouTube. Yeah, which will eventually everyone talks about WWE buying it. So the tape library. Yeah, I, I think I don't think Anyways. I doubt that. Jose, 
Okay, well, Worst since, promotion since of both of you guys are going with Ring of Honor, I'll, I'll throw a curveball. Screw it. WWE. Um, <laughs> is it, what is it? Is it WWE? <laughs> that's not a curveball. Everybody think it's spoiler. That's that's, that's uh, what. Yeah, it, it's if, always gonna if, be. If that. people want to leave your company and you're the, and the company masses. in masses, yeah, there's like an exodus trying to happen right I now. I mean, like okay. you have to be the worst promotion. But the thing is, like, that's not if anything. That's consistently I, bad that's, shows. That's within yeah. that's within WWE's right though. Like you sign this contract. You know, you we're not. I mean, you you sign this contract for this x amount of years. That's the decision you made, and then you want to back out of it. I I find very. La- see- I have a lack of sympathy for the person signing their sure, name on that dotted line. But that's beyond the point. We're talking about what makes a bad promotion, and that's people wanting to leave. In mass, yeah, people wanting to is, quit is, any is, job in yeah. mass. The, it, is not a you good look sign. at you look Has at it a been company. really just a mass exit. If you look it's on Indeed, if you look on Indeed, and every week there's a job opening at a certain company for the same position, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's, I, what's, I've what's, seen, what's I've seen a position of writer open a lot of times on LinkedIn. The, the, yeah, that's the, been like that for years, though. I know. Well, <laughs> why do you think? Yeah, the turnover rate is horrible. So that's what's happening here. There's no consistency to storylines. Yeah, it's a revolving storylines get dropped all the time. There's stuff that like what what happened with. Daniel Bryan's big announcement did that ever happen? Nope, and it's not well, going the, to be. You know, uh, this, this these yeah. guys are the worst. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. It's always going to be WWE though. It's <laughs> yeah. always going to be WWE. I'm but then we just got to. But then, like you know, the reasons that we always say before. But then, Ring of Honor. Really, that has just been just another type of like failure. Bad. In, uh, uh, yeah. So, let's move on to uh, least improved of 2019. Jose, do you want to start with this one? Uh. Least improved? Well, you, you could say that about ninety percent of the rosters. Well, somebody who like, just has a bunch of people that just haven't done anything. Yeah. you know what I mean. So it, okay, it, you know, or I would say sixty percent of the population. <laughs> like somebody who has just been at the same level that they have been. See, I kind of saw it as a decline. like one year from the previous line. I mean, we all have kind of like our own interpretations of this, mm, which exactly. you know makes it kind of more interesting. I'll go first. Least improved, Sami Zayn. Okay. That guy has been in the same position that he has been in. No, for he took years. a backward step. He's a manager now. That's what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's on both brands. Yeah. And so, like, that's yeah, true. he wrestled that's last true. week to, like, whatever. But then, to me, that guy has just Did he been... wrestle in jeans? Yeah. He yeah, just took so. off his yeah, shirt, but, and that was yeah. it. Dean Ambrose wrestled so, like, in jeans. Considering mm. the potential that guy has and what I've always thought of him throughout, like, this entire... His entire career mm-hmm. so far, like, this... He is amongst, like, the most genuinely good person... He's the most genuinely good person of that entire roster. You know, he does his mobile clinics for Syria and all this, you know, and all this other stuff. Like SammyForSyria.com. That's that's awesome. And so, like, for him to be, like, for him to be booked like this cowardly, uh, like, heel manager kind of thing when we know what he's actually capable of. Um, and then squandering, like squandering his prime years, not wrestling, like granted his body will thank him later, mm-hmm. but then him squandering his like professional prime years, just, you know, shit talking and just being this whatever character, he's like a, mosquito he's Mr. Mr. Fuji, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he kind of, he's just becoming just like Shinsuke's like lackey, Shinsuke Nakamura's lackey. I just think that, um, who also is probably not a real mention, honestly, um, it's just disheartening to see. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, least improved goes to Sami Zayn. And I hope, like, in like, him wrestling, like, last week, I just hope that's just... I just hope he wrestles now. Okay. And then I he's not it. even wrestling, like... in like, it's just... What are you doing with this guy? Yeah. You know? I got a name. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. Okay. Least improved. What's he, what's he been doing? He's been... He's, he, he just got married a lot. He's, he's an adulterer. 
one. He's having sex with Lana, uh, and he's he's, the he's hot, a black man fiance. dating a he's a black man with a white woman. You don't want to you don't want that at all. That's a, that's a taboo storyline. Oh, oh my god, such yeah. oh, good yeah. shit. Don't rile he, the masses. He's had title shots this year, right? Uh, and they, he dropped the ball every single time. Maybe U.S. or Intercontinental. Yeah. Yeah, no, Intercontinental. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think about it. Yeah. Wait, he, didn't he, he hold the Intercontinental title? Who I don't remember him holding any title this year. That's the thing is we don't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was. No, so, Finn Balor yeah, took yeah. it off from him, oh, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh Cedric Alexander is another one. I want him. He has just been kind of stagnant. That guy, what yeah. that guy's potential. Yeah. I, honestly, we could just put this under like squandered potential. My uh, my least improved of 2019, and people are going to fight me for it because people have said these are the best tag team ever, but it's the Young Bucks. Okay. They've got they've they've taken themselves in a position uh, where they were on top of the world and they were the number one tag team probably um, outside of WWE. If you're a fan of de- wrestling outside of WWE, you knew the Young Bucks, you know. Yeah, but they're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah, I mean, you could say that about a lot. You could like say about Cody of, too, but yeah, Cody, yeah. Like Cody, and mm-hmm. he still Cody's looks absolutely strong. And he's he been in, in he's been in the best of you know exactly. Uh, he's in, in yeah, our he, best of show. He has a presence there, and I think. He's but the Bucks, he's a, he's in it. They're in a damned if you don't situation. Yeah. You know? The Bucks losing repeatedly have kind of made their 2019. They should have won the titles. They should have won the uh, titles. I mean, should they have won the titles? I don't know. No, they should have won the titles against SEU. But that, should they that have lo- should they have lost in the first round? I don't think so. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, no. Um, it, it just the Young Bucks could have had a Especially way. Especially since year. Private Party, what like they lost the next round. Private Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they beat Lucha Brothers at one of their pay per views. Yeah, yeah, they'd be in a do- all a double one. or nothing. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, it just to me, it, it was seemed like a steady decline for the yeah, Bucks. Yeah, okay. so I, f- I feel it. Um, and uh, yeah, moving on. Move on to worst angle of 2019. Uh, I'm just gonna say every cuck storyline in WWE, and <laughs> there were many. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Canellis, Bobby Lashley, and Rusev. It's just horrible, and I don't know why they're trying to get that. They story said over. Cu- They said beta cuck. Yeah, this is a terrible term, and so yeah, that sucks. Popularized by alt right racists. Yeah, really goes to show the color it's of that very, company. It's very prominent on uh, pornography websites. Hey man, I mean that's just that's just that's just Paul Heyman giving you the edgy entertainment that <gasps> you want, right? Oh come on, oh, God. Yeah. Your worst angle, Michael. Uh, my worst angle. Yes, I do agree with those cook storylines, but I'm going to have to give this one. It's more of a. It's a, a bit of a more recent one, actually, and there might be some recency bias with it. But I, it's it's fucking terrible. Andrade beating up Humberto Carrillo, leading to a no contest for a gauntlet match, nullifying the last 50 minutes of programming for Monday yeah, night that was Raw. That's pretty. That, that is like you, you can throw as many cook angles as you want. If you just if you're pretty much telling me that I wasted my t- like time with these matches, like yeah, there are definitive ends to these matches, but it all led to nothing. <laughs> no, it led to fu- no, wasted two hours. It led life. to Seth Rollins getting that title shot. Yeah, you know, yeah. for him just walking to lose. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you know it's, that's just straight up insulting. Like your wait, it is a waste of television time. You know how they bad that was that when we were doing the review. That's when I blanked out on the rest of the uh, the, show. Of the show. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? There was more. Was show? this the last? Oh, yeah. I was like, are you joking? Was so this no, the, not joking. That was a show, right? Was that the last raw review? Yeah, yeah. It's what killed the raw review. Yeah, it is what killed the raw review. <laughs> it is. That's how. That's how bad this angle was. Um, Jose, I have two. Number. Put in as many as you want. Uh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, which one should I start with? Okay, the wild card card rule. That's a bad one, yeah. Every day you had something different. Three people allowed. Four, four people, people five allowed. Five people. Five people. No, uh, Lars Sullivan can do what he wants. Hey, wait, what? Uh, Shane can go anywhere. 
Uh, that, that was really bad. Some might and, say that's still going on with Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, and how about this one? The fans are the new authority. You are the authority. There will was be that no this, authority was that this figures. Year? That was like the end of last year. So like, so yeah. it counts. I thought it was that like, was this year. It was the last episode, I think, of 2018, but okay. whatever. Okay. But uh, they, we're going they, December. We're doing school cutoff years where like yeah. kids born in December are in the <laughs> yeah. next grade. My son's going through that. Okay. He has to go through fucking TK. What? Tony Khan? No, he has to go through. Uh, <laughs> he's just he's probably his biggest Tony what Khan. What is it? It's like temporary kindergarten or. Oh, that's weird. Because he was, born, it was, it was, he was born in December. I was just too was big born, as a kid, so they kept pushing me ahead. The cutoff is September 1st, and he was born September 8th. Oh, Boo. September really is the cutoff? Mm-hmm. Jesus. So uh, now he can't go into kindergarten until next year. That sucks. Yeah. That's your worst moment so, of 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the fans being the new authority and that wild card rule. Okay. And also, you know, the Maria Mike pregnancy angle that went nowhere that just disappeared. The cucks. The and cucks. we still don't know who the father is. The young we, we cucks. The young cucks, yeah. We don't know if she was even really pregnant or Why not. Why haven't they done that? I don't know. Why haven't they done that? <laughs> no, uh, put Mike Kanellis and um, Bobby Lash. No. No, Mike Kanellis is No, Mike Kanellis and Rusev. Oh, make yeah. Make them the young cucks. The young cucks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so biggest lull of 2019. I got a good one. Uh, you okay, go first. Okay, I'm going to go first. It's Kofi Kingston's title run. 180 days Fair enough. Most, ending in 10 seconds. I think hindsight, I think that's I think that's benefited from hindsight. I but I do agree. I tend to agree, but then that's that's with the benefit of hindsight honestly because Well, even going through it his matches were just like, okay, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, okay, Dolph I Ziggler. just thought I agree. It, it felt like a mid-card title. I agree with those with those sentiments again, like with hindsight, but then I do think that with a win against Brock Lesnar really could have brought that to another level, you know? And the fact well, yeah. that the, the fact that he lost kind of just solidified that seconds. entire low five seconds. Five. Okay. <laughs> you know, one but, of them. Yeah. And so that I would I would have fought I would have fought with you for that, but then the fact that that happened really solidified that point. My biggest little goes to Becky Lynch. Oh. I think because the momentum she had going off that WrestleMania win was just to was just going nowhere honestly mm-hmm. the, the yeah, feud yeah. against Lacey having Lacey Evans be her title program her being second like second fiddle in that story that money in the bank storyline um I just thought she kind of she's not though she's she's not completely insignificant right but her star granted she's still one of their biggest stars but then it has since kind of waned yeah, yeah. going like since then and um yeah like I would go I, my honorable mention would be the elite but I'm saving that for another time. Jose. Yeah, I, I agree. It's Becky Lynch's second half of the year. It, it really hit... Uh, Some real senioritis levels. Screeching halt. And you got to didn't have anything that. else for her after the... Uh, kind of after Honestly, Becky Lynch, they had nothing else for her. Yeah. That is kind of the, that's kind of the main reason. They just did not have people mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. Contenders for her because, like, who else do they have? I mean, yeah. they had Bailey win the title off Charlotte who just won... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they couldn't have Bailey win... There was just kind the of only person one. that could beat... Becky at the time was Charlotte, and so and, and they the, didn't have Ronda Rousey back. Yeah, and the person you wanted Becky to fight is on the shelf. Uh, Nia Jax. Oh, yeah. Where is she? Is she still on the shelf? She's double, she's, double knee surgery. Yeah, hey. that's yeah. significant. That is two two missing ACLs. Jesus, I, if that's what they said, something like Get that. Get better, Nia. Well, all right, uh, and we all went, and we move on to our worst matches of the year, right? Shall we? Some one of them, yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna start off with a tag match, worst tag match of the year. It's uh, it's Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler defeating Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman at Clash of the Champions 2019. Wow. Um, I Real? did not like this match at all. 
Um, I thought it, it was a stupid, even stupid storyline to put the tag titles on Braun Strowman and Seth going into the pay-per-view with them having a match later in the night. It just, we knew what the ending was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was my worst tag match. Like to me, that's dumb. Like you telling me that, but then it doesn't really have much of a lingering feeling. Like I go for stuff that just kind of lingers on beyond the year. Uh-huh. Like that's just, that's just whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it really, that really did put the tag, like tag titles into like, it, yeah, super, it was meaningless, super duper meaningless. And they terrible have to rebuild it up afterwards. So yeah, no, I know. I get you. My worst tag match of the year is actually going to be the same match of another category that I will bring up later. Once you ask me that question, it's Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors at TLC 2019. Okay. That thing was just a freaking train wreck from top to bottom. And it's too bad, honestly, because it's. Even even regardless of the Kyrie Sane injury, yeah, like it was still it was still going nowhere. That's yeah, that's the thing. It's like I and can't. it was only made worse because of the concussion. Yeah. I think you know what I think. And Charlotte has something against Kyrie, dude. No, I think honestly, uh, she got a lot. She made it. She fucked up. She clearly fucked up. It's just I think that was just it was just a, it was just a practice of miscommunication but on everybody. Even, I got you. Got to blame everybody. At even this. matches before. Charlotte would no sell everything Kyrie shot at her. Well, it's because well, honestly, like once that happened, like the the red like Charlotte Flair. If you like, kind of watch. I'm that talking again. about matches that happened yeah. weeks before. Okay, yeah, the build up to that. Yeah, I know. But then, like once you see, it's it was just, and it's it was just sort of just an unfortunate situation from top to bottom, and it was honestly kind of just a. It just wasn't good. I mean, I could just say any iconic match, iconic a match with the iconics. Ew, I would just say is worse. Eye candy. They're 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 but they're terrible wrestlers. Like no, you can t- you can say anything you want about their mic skills. I mean, I think they're whatever. But then they're even they're whatever on the mic, even worse on the ring. Um, and they haven't been like they haven't been really featured for you know for a reason, honestly. And um, like who are the tag team champions? Wait, in Raw? New Day and... No, who are the women's tag team like champions right oh, now? Uh, Kabuki, Warriors. Kabuki Warriors. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Like, honestly, like, it's just... it's, it's the, All the focus is on Asuka, yet, like, it's at the behest of your tag team division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything Viking Warriors squash? Hey. They're good. I yeah, like but, them. you know, all these... The constant squashes. What? G- I mean, they, they, they have to establish their character. Sure, but they had... How long have they been in the main roster? All year? Yeah, they've had how I many? Mean, how many? I mean, weren't they matches? called? They weren't they, they called they, up like post mania, which is only they, like they half. Fought, okay, well, I think they rushed it up, right? Weren't they mm-hmm. with uh, Tomasa Champa and Johnny Gargano? Oh no, yeah. that was Alistair Black and Ricochet. I'm sorry. All oh, right, uh, but they were rushed up right after. Yeah, that. yeah. So and the only real matches they had were against who? The Revival. Revival. OC. OC, and that's probably it. But then that's not an indictment on them. That's just they just don't have enough people going against okay, them. Okay, so that's why they have the worst matches are the ones where they're. Having squashes with these, it, I mean, but I, it's I not an indictment. But it's not. But and it's it not on it, the Viking Raiders, and they don't look great. I think, yeah. I think they're pretty. What's cool. it? The big They're guy. The I, I, I keep forgetting. Ivar. Ivar. That Eric. goddamn spring somersault. It, it's so. <sighs> it's great. Oh my god! It's so slow. Oh, but it's, but then he's. It's a cannonball. Like Watch he's like a cannonball. You don't see. You don't see cannonballs going boats. at like seventy-five miles an hour. Here you just comes the elbow. when it when it makes a when it I makes mean, a hit. It makes a hit. Like, oh, but Otis is cool too. Yeah, I don't know. If Otis did it, it would. We were, yeah. He looks. No, he's, I, he's plump. That's why. I'm going but to flip I, this table if someone ever says uh, Heavy Machinery is the worst tag team of the year. No, um, nobody's but saying that. Let's though. see. My um, least favorite women's match of the year is going to be uh, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans at WWE Stomping Ground. 
It just these boots were made yeah, it, for it's, walking. Their second match, and they kept trying to push this match down our throats, and I was just I was completely over it uh, before the first one, um, when Becky had to defend her belt, her both her belts in one night, mm-hmm. and that's when she lost one to Charlotte. Uh, I was just at this point, I was completely over it. So yeah, I'm um, going off memory. Um, I, I want to say it was double or nothing. It was Rio versus uh, Kyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Yeah. Um, Wait, that that's the first dynamite, was it? Yeah, the, the four way. Oh no, the no, 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 it was the four way. I forget, I forget all the participants' names, but that was just it, it, double or nothing. That, that tag match. Double, yeah. Emi Sakura no, it was, it was a four way. It was a four way match. It was it for the title. No, the title didn't come to fruition. Okay, now we got to look. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but the title didn't come in until the show started. AEW Dynamite. Okay. Um, let's see the event. Uh, the commentators. I don't want to show how bad it is. Um, results. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, we had not that match. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, defeating Nyla Rose, Kylie Ray, and Aw- Awesome Kong in a fatal four-way match. No, that, that wasn't it. That sounds like it was cool. one with Rio. That Rio was like definitely cool. in it. Uh, Karoshida, Rio, and Rio Misunami defeating Aja Kong, Emi Sakura, and Yuka Sakazaki. And this was, I think, the the women coming from stardom, right? Yeah. And they were that, trying... That was the match. That was the match. That was the match. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no. Uh, worst women's match is the same as my worst tag match, Charlotte, Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors. For Damn, double of, winners here. Yeah. It was It was not good. And I saw that entire thing live, and I just thought, what is I going on? They, right. they, they needed to stop this match, and they kept going. And it was yeah, just, they needed it, to it was, back, so. it was. It was a detriment to the show, and it was a detriment to Kyrie Sian as a performer, and to everybody. Like, yeah. They and then as soon as that ended, the fucking Baron Corbin Roman Reigns thing had to completely go like yeah to, yeah it was a weird and then ending. they cut off really suddenly yeah, yeah. um and then I got brings us into our main uh, male uh, worst male match of the year and it is we just talked about there's it. one of two Hell in the Cell Seth Rollins Bray Wyatt oh there's there's one of and three. also. I mean, you okay? Uh, you want to go first? I just did. Okay, you chose Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I chose Hell in a Cell as well. Um, rhyming, uh, just because it wasn't swell. <laughs> yeah, be, well, because the the you know the red lighting, mm-hmm. just the uh, the fiend just kicking out of ten curb stomps, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the utter destruction of Seth Rollins as Seth a face. Rollins, that's not him though. Um, and it just went on for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, for re- like we've illustrated why this match was terrible. So I'm just going to give be a little bit more that that wins it. But I just want to give a memorable, I mean, an honorable mention or dishonorable mention to Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah. Uh, that didn't win mostly because it was a lot shorter. <laughs> but then <laughs> it was, but then it, but it was but, a squash. But though. it also it was they a squash. The champ. If they squash the champ, they completely tarnished the goodwill of from the to the audience they've built with Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. further cementing him as you know proving Corey right that he really was just a transitional champion when it really didn't have to be this way mm-hmm. um people started like people wanted to believe in someone like a Kofi Kingston um and also it really and also just it was a spit in the face of you know your representation also like mm-hmm. Kofi winning that ta- winning that title of WrestleMania meant there was way more to just him winning the title against Daniel Bryan. It was, you know, your your African American fa- baby face. You know, there are packages where he winning, was, he went back to Ghana. Yeah, there are packages he went back to Ghana. There, are, like African American wrestlers backstage watching it and getting legitimately emotional over that mm-hmm. win in such a in such a platform. Bars around America going crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and like, and for that, and only for that to end in 
of that sort of fashion. And then the follow-up to that, too, of Kofi Kingston just, you know, oh, I'm going to put myself back up. I'm going to start dance, shucking, and jiving. He's just back to square one. He's the exact same character that he was, not putting into the fact that this man worked so hard for this title Mm -hmm. going into WrestleMania. Um and I don't see him going anywhere further in the, like his in the anywhere been future. From him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he signed a five-year extension with this mm-hmm. company too. And he like, might retire with them. Like, like he probably like, yeah. These five years, I'm done. Yeah, no, yeah. Th- th- I hope they gave him a ton of money in this oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, they, they remember had they, to. They have. all took the same amount of money. Uh, Kofi, Biggie, and Xavier. Yeah. In the same amount of time, they all took the same contract. So, so and you know, that's cool. like that's that's fine. Like they, I feel like they. You know they're they're good they're good they're good. I mean they should they're in a company where they're in where they should in a company. It's just that they just need to be treated like treated better like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. And I think just that that match was just was just so insulting. Also in the first SmackDown, and then he was just pushed by the wayside with Kane Velasquez, and who then would then was, lose. And then Brock just goes to uh, Raw. You know, yeah. Like I thought Brock winning was gonna be this. Oh, he's gonna be the the face of SmackDown because it's on Fox. Mm-hmm. Fox has this UFC history. But the Fox wanted the Fiend. But the Fox mm-hmm. wanted the Fiend, yeah. and they wanted a blue title belt. So, yep. anyways, so insulting, Jose. Well, you're both right. Oh, thank you. And then we're gonna add Undertaker and Bill Goldberg. Okay, because people Bill Goldberg seriously got idiot. hurt. <laughs> well, Bill. not just uh, Goldberg because there was a spot where. Tries to do the Undertaker. I think he did a tombstone or something on him, and he legit smashed him on his head. And there was a part when Goldberg tried to do the jackhammer, but well, he was too concussed, exactly. and then he almost land, almost caused Killed. Undertaker to land on his head. <laughs> yeah. It was just a disaster was, from top uh, to bottom. God, you're asking for it too. Yeah, Matt Riddle was right. You, you're in agreement with Matt Riddle. You need well, those guys. You need, and Matt Riddle yeah, really well, see eye to eye on that yeah, one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just wait. Um, <laughs> You need somebody that can carry those matches. You don't put two old fogies together like that and, and expect... I mean, they're big names. You can't expect Undertaker to carry that match. Uh, God forbid that Sting versus Undertaker match ever happens because Sting is going to get paralyzed. That's never going to happen. I hope not. Yeah. Because I don't think WWE wants bad's it to happen. happen. It's never going to happen in the WWE ring. AEW would probably do it, but... No, no, no. Maybe don't. in Legends of the Wrestling 4, the video game. All right. Our next category... Is overrated wrestler of 2019. I'm going to go first here. My pick is actually out of my favorite promotion of 2019. Uh, Haruki Goto. What? Yeah. I, I think, think he's exactly at the place that he's no. in. That dude never wins, and that dude is just always going to be B-plus player, but and that's how they see it. being pushed into this kind of like title match, title match, title never open way. Uh, I think he had a shot at the Intercontinental. It's just, I'm done with him. He's boring. I don't get him. Uh, that's the thing, though. He's always been like that. What makes 2019 so special? Is uh, because what, uh, he's more recognizable, to to, more recognizable to me. That's why. And I think it's time to take Haruki Goto. Maybe he'll, he could be a great coach. He uh, kind of has LA been Dojo. a coach in the Shibata Dojo and the LA Dojo. He's been, I feel like his storyline was actually pretty cool. The fact that he like goes it. to the LA Dojo being trained with Shibata and being buds he with Carl like Fredericks. Well, you know what? He might be a great guy. I just, I think he's an overrated, uh, overrated. character. Uh, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they call him the best bout machine, but I haven't, but. That dude throughout wow. 2019 have only has only had less than five great ma- best bouts that he has had, and the, of course I'm talking about Kenny Omega. Yeah. He his AEW run like out from the get go A and AEW. One of my main curiosities is how are they going to have Kenny Omega be treated as a weekly byproduct of this promotion? Yeah. It has not been doing great. In fact, it's kind of baffling to me. 
that he is in a position that he is in and yet he's booked like this. And yes, maybe so deliberately he's playing the long game. But like I said before, I'm not willing to play that game anymore. This guy <laughs> has been it's you can see the good match. You can see the best bounce in him. But then he just outright just defiantly refuses to have be in any actual good stuff like mm-hmm. and just kind of just squandering just his but the potential that he, yeah. he could possibly have and it really just makes you question like like is it, is it just this certain certain curse in kenny omega of him not having good matches in north america like because he had he's, well he's also running a company yeah, yeah. that too but he could be suffering he's, from a uh, young buckism he's exactly doing that and him and the young bucks doing that too but then with kenny omega you can see it Young Bucks, mm-hmm. you can see it, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's just utterly baffling to me that Kenny Omega. And I just think, oh, like the second they actually do pull the trigger on Kenny Omega, I fear that there's going to be some diminishing returns on that point. Too late. It's going to be like too little, too late yeah. at the at this, and like he's just not going to be as over as he really should be. And I think, and like he kind of booked himself into a corner against Pac. I don't think he should win against Pac because I think Pac is actually somebody I failed to mention him to watch out for in 2020 hell might even say he's he's among the top of the year but then kenny omega has just i don't want to call him a failure but he is definitely like oh like people but, are but putting him a failure sort of like a little bit and he's like the people are still willing to put him on a pedestal than than he was like as he was you know early on like late even later on in his career with new japan like he's he's bringing up banger matches but then right now where he stands he is completely overrated. Yeah. And some might say like some amongst like very disappointing. Well, let's hear the shocking pick from Jose. Matt Riddle. My, my, I mean, mine wasn't shocking. I feel like. No, I mean, no, Matt no. Riddle. It was, no, you know, it was one of those. No, Matt Riddle. No, that's not, that's not shocking. That's no. just wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just give you the. He's one of those guys that get, that's only as good as the talent that he's wrestling. What? Crickets? No, no I, I, I don't. I <laughs> he's don't always agree. good. I don't, I he agree. has zero gimmick that will make it yeah. past where he's no, at. No, let's, let, let, let's let him dig this hole. No, what are you talking about? He has zero gimmick that will ever bring him past where he's at now. Yeah. You could strap any title on him. He's still going to be, bruh. I mean, he's stoner, bro. But yeah, they can't say that on TV, which sucks. Right? But he will always be that. He won't shake this off. He's never. He, can you imagine him cutting a serious, serious promo? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna cut one and be like, "Bruh," and it's gonna be crickets. I'm telling you, this is. There's no fire know. in it. You don't, don't see know. any fire in him. I don't. The only fire that you see is this joint. I, I think. I think a lot of people give him super props for being this um, MMA guy who is yeah. trying to make it into wrestling, and What's he can have these matches. amazing matches. I have yet to see a five star match from this guy. All the matches that he's excelled at were with superior talent. And this guy suffers from a case of, uh, what's that guy's name? Like Fred Bullman. I don't know what his name is. It's that guy that Bret Hart made to look like a million bucks. Oh, uh, and then Tom, he, uh, what's it, Tom McGee? I think so. Yeah. And then when he wrestled other people that with lesser Bret Hart talent, yeah, yeah. he became some obscure no name. He yeah. needs to be somewhere on the best of list. We just need to make a nomination for him. <laughs> the Tom McGee Award goes to Tom McGee. <laughs> the Tom McGee Award apparently goes to Matt Riddle. Hey, dude, I, I was right about Fox. I'm right about this. Right, just wait. All right, let's move well, on. Well, then, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's talk about something a little bit more uh, devastating to people's lives. Uh, social media and the worst social media accounts. Corey Graves. That's it. Okay. Corey Graves? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I'm, I mean, I think there was two people. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Rollins, Will Osprey. ACH. I like Will Osprey's um, ACH. Okay, okay. Now, Will Osprey. Like that. No, thing is about Seth Rollins and uh, Will Osprey. There wasn't exactly like. Granted, there was a lot of like you know hate and like criticism, like criticisms. But then that's all there was. Just criticisms of each other's you know like working philosophy or just where they worked. And it was all just in fair bit of competition with Corey Graves. That was just straight up abuse. Oh, with his wife and no, the the fact that he oh, more Mar- or less Ronaldo kind of thing. and he and granted he's it was it is a bit of a like um, an indirection. All he, all Corey Graves did was just talk shit about Mauro Ronaldo, mm-hmm. and then what that led to was just a like an avalanche of hate towards yeah. Mauro Ronaldo yeah. and knowing Mauro Ronaldo's history of history of mental health was just. You know, he had to, he, 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 um, he didn't work a week, you know, that really just shows like how, how serious that actually was. Like yeah. someone like, you know, someone's mental health was just like straight up just tested there. Yeah. But with Will Ospreay and Seth Rollins, well, that Will was, Ospreay was poking, poking the bear. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it, no, and then like, it really just showed well, Seth Rollins ass. Yeah. And well, like, Seth Rollins, I'll double down. I'm the, and, and so with Corey Graves who also doubled down. And also an Dave Meltzer, you're a purveyor of lies. Yeah. But um, but then that's all in good. I mean, you know, the reason I say ACH and Seth Rollins being one B and one A and one B, ACH uh, really divided the wrestling community uh, by what he did. Um, there was a lot of people that were for him and said, you know what, I'm glad you're speaking out, and I was one of them. But there's other people who said, you know, f this dude because he's not grateful. And there's other people who said, yo, you know, we're all in a struggle. And you know, from people in the African American community saying. We're all in a struggle, and he's not supposed to not, bring down. He's bringing down other people, exactly. especially members of his own African American community. Um, and and by uh, he's, people saying just not giving everyone a good look, it's just I think ACH went about everything the wrong way on Twitter. Although I support him standing up, I don't support him the way he out, goes about calling it. out other people. You know, cursing and being angry that angry on Twitter. It's just it's the exact uh, definition of negativity. We have on Twitter, yeah. you know what I mean. But um, Jim Cornette trying to defend his his. <laughs> now uh, listen here, <laughs> I didn't say it. I was it was just chicken and they were hungry. I'm just saying. I'm hungry, I am dude. Hungry uh, that that had to be the worst uh, backpedal slash defending slash doubling down. Yeah, dude, this guy. Oh my god, you could tell he's from a different era. In a different area. I mean, that's why he's in NWA. Yeah, yeah. How what, uh, power? Yeah, was. And that's yeah. A, that's a southern promotion now, right? No, no I think that's mid Atlantic. I don't think so. I think they're in like L.A., right? What? Filming in a studio in L.A. Sure. Why I don't not? fucking I don't know. know. Let's move on to our least favorite wrestlers of the year because there's quite a few of them, and we all have to name three different for th- three different categories. Huh. Um, I'm gonna kick it off. Uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier, Michael, but uh, worst tag team of the year is the Dark Order. Um, gimmick's I, not good. They, the gimmick's not well. The 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 the, the it, vignettes are fun, and they're giving like it them. and they're giving it a main event push. But and Evil I just Uno just not, is just it doesn't do it for me at it's, all. It's a total yeah. Evil Uno, I think, is a channel changer <laughs> to be this dominating over the elite, but yet not have really had any wins. It's just mind baffling to me. It's not a main event. It's just not a main event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah stable, yeah. and they want it to be, and it's just not working. And as as and as talented as Stu Grayson and Evil Uno actually are. It's just I'm just not feeling I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. And this their their execution of of what to get over and that and like you may like their vignettes. I just think they're super cheap and just dumb yeah. in a and, bad way. And they're playing on this Illuminati 
uh, weird yeah. conspiracy. It's theory. not a main event. It's just not main it's, event yeah. to me. It's not main event. Yeah, no, it's not. not they're dedicating too much time to this when they should be dedicated to other stuff. Well, other, they pretty other much better dedicated stuff. the whole whole episode with you know little vignettes here and there, and then little uh, you know, distortions in the now, TV. And I kind of see what they're going like. Them attacking all of the elite is I kind of as long as. I generally, I genuinely hope it's just a way to get the elite over by just running through like, like cannon fodder, you know, like in the first Avengers movies, the, you ever seen like the first Avenger movie, like that alien planet or wherever that Loki just kind of just, you know, the Chitari. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. what they're called. I kind of want, that's, I think that's what they want to do with the dark order. That's why they have them in so many masks. They can just like go (laughs) through, they could just do moves on a bunch of faceless people and just Uh. put just to elevate elite up without actually going like running rough shot of any uh, other member of the mm-hmm, roster, mm-hmm. which is all fine. It's just that it's, they are who, the, but then who they're beating up is who they're beating up. It doesn't necessarily elevate. I mean, it does only elevate the elite, but then it's just, you're just wasting my time at this point. Kind of like Viking warriors getting squashes all week. Yeah, you're right. But then like on the, but then with that, no, you, know, you actually have you actually kind of have a point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're we're, okay. you're in the um, least favorite tag team, Jose. Okay, you said three, right? B team because they're absent. Uh, Edge heads because they never get a win. And any team weren't they champions this year? Who the Edge? Oh, yeah, oh, they, 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 they won the like titles in uh, Mania. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I think that's the only match they've Yeah, because that makes you the best. That makes you the best. Um, yeah. And any tag team that puts two random superstars together for. Three four weeks and yeah, then breaks them up. Yeah, only one way to find Robert out. Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. but let's see what happens after this. Uh, I mean, Robert Roode pissed hot. So much. Yeah, we'll see what happens after that. Um, and then we go into our top two least favorite wrestlers of the year. Uh, we have a female category and a male category, just like the best ofs. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give them to both both of you guys. Okay. At the same time, let's just get through this. You know, it's the worst. I'm gonna give you the reasons why. My least favorite male wrestler of the year, Bobby Lashley. Um, you know, he just, every storyline he's been in has been boring, as bland. Like you said, he's not good on the mic. Mm. He looks good. I mean, he's buff. He's an actually good wrestler, too. Yeah, like his yeah. his yeah, title he, run in t- on TNA is yeah, yeah. stuff that I actually looked forward to, was oh. looking forward to. But his position he's been put in right now is absolutely hot lame. garbage. Hot basura. Lame. Um, Michael? The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, oh, that's a bold. Well, because not really. I think it's just it's the same reason why I chose the Dark Order. It's just that yes, the presentation is like it. It's good. It's what it do, like what it does. Like the present, like the summer. That's but then the only good thing of literally the only good thing was that SummerSlam match. Yeah. And ever since then, it's just they've been showing him. They've been overdoing it with his presence week in and week out. Um, I don't really like the whole Mr. Rogers kind of, uh, you know, uh, I don't like him wrestling yeah. like that. The fi- I don't like Firefly uh, Funhouse. Okay. Um, I just don't, people do. It's not what I want out of a, it's like him and then him putting the title, uh, no, them putting the title on him is just, it's not what I want out of a wrestling product in 2019. Yeah. You could say uh, it's run its course, right? It's de- It's, it ran its course after the SummerSlam match, mm. honestly. And then you're just, you, you are assimilating this gimmick into your main event roster of a sports-like presentation show of on Friday night SmackDown. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's just, it's, it, it's not working for me. It's never worked for me. Um, I saw, I know people get, like go crazy over it. I just think 
the whole the whole like turning out turning down the lights and then having that laugh and then having that 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 noise and then beating up your face <laughs> it is just it is they do that every week it mm-hmm. just gets super fucking old they do this and it's just it's not clicking with me at all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's honestly. I don't know what's the wrestling like. Just wrestling in general's like obsession with like dark, like uh, macabre gimmicks in mm. general. Like what? Like is it just because they just want to have a show? Is it just like it's just nothing about it is just super impressive. It just takes me out of it. There's so, no like this in Dark Order mirrors, mirrors itself. Yeah, and it's just and also the whole kicking out of so many finishers. Ugh. Like it's not, and it's and yeah. I say that as I, I consider Johnny Gargano matches like us among the best in WWE history. It's just, it's it's absurd. It's just like and it, it's very absurd and, and not in a good way at all. And mm. I just I just don't like the Fiend Bray Wyatt. And the Firefly Funhouse, and it's just amongst the worst, uh, like, what I just don't like about it. Now, I was going to choose Baron Corbin, yeah, but I do think he's actually pretty good. I don't he's like doing King, his job. It's- I don't like the King, King gimmick, but I do think there is value in Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Now, not to say he's, he's no Damien Priest, but, you know, he's had, he's capable of a good match. Free yeah, and Bray yeah. Wyatt, there is so much going against him. You you you, you kind of get yourself into a corner whenever you book anything against him, to a point where like I, dude, they they should just he should just drop the title of Daniel Bryan at Royal Rumble and just make Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan your WrestleMania program, mm-hmm. and just have the Fiend Bray Wyatt do something. Yeah. You know, he doesn't even have to be in a well, match. I, I hear Bo Dallas is about to join. The, I thought Liv Morgan who, was about to join. Who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. But um, I can't. Jose. I, I refuse. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, Corey. Bobby Lashley just this year has not been on my good side. It, uh, it, nobody likes Bobby Lashley. That's the thing. Yeah, people like the Fiend. You know. Yeah. It, it, I mean, stupid people, but yeah. <laughs> people like the Fiend. You know, nonetheless. But that, there's almost no one out there. It's like, oh, dude, Bobby Lashley's fucking great. I yeah, love yeah, his character. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, the stuff that he's doing right now is just so amazing. Yeah. So. So, Bobby Lashley? Yeah, Bobby Lashley. All right. That leads us to our least favorite female wrestler of the year. And for me, it's a tie. Um, I think uh, what the defender from last year is still going to be 1A is Carmella. I mean, she's it's Carmella. What can I say? Yeah. Carmella. I mean, she has, she, she hasn't been like, you know... I thought she was doing some good. I thought she was actually doing like good work with our truth As a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like that... But that that doesn't necessarily like puts her. Well, I mean, me, your choice is your choice. That's fine. Yeah. But but one B would be Lacey Evans. Yeah, my, my it's the thing is I don't want to choose Lacey Evans, but I kind of just have to because there are there is actual improvement with her. I think her matches with Natalia like kind of kind of seasoned her up a little bit. Yeah, but it's just I hate the gimmick. Mm-hmm. I hate the song. I hate like just her mic work. It's just it's something just straight out of nineteen. 19- like 1980s, 1970s, and mm-hmm. it's just something that just doesn't work today. They they're pushing her as a face, which is just like, yeah, you can do that. Like considering her act, her background, you know, being a former Navy SEAL, being a mom, being a super mom or whatever. Marine. Yeah, being a Marine. Yeah. Uh, and also what what's been sto- what's been said about her, you know, backstage, mm-hmm. you know, being kind of a bully, being a bit more on the homophobic side, being on the conservative side, you know. She kind of has that whole Megan McCain kind of feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh and yeah. They're pushing and then they're pu- and then it really shows shows what it says about the company itself by pushing her as a baby face. Mm-hmm. 
I don't believe in her as a baby face and I don't believe her. No, and, no, no. and she just hasn't been, she's been overpushed. Some might say overrated, but there are people who are, you know, more in line with that. Yeah. That I already said, but I just don't like a Lacey Evans and they kind of see her as this top base. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like Lacey Evans. Jose, maybe for the second year in a row, we'll have to look back, but I'm going with Natalia. Oh, yeah, you don't like She's her. just a big she's, hunk of nothing. Well, she's heel, she's face, she's heel, she's face. She smiles all the time. She doesn't know when to... She's on Divas. She's defending and, a table with her dad's um, fat head on it. Oh I don't God. mean his, like... You know what I mean? That's brand yeah, called yeah, fat yeah, head. Yeah. Um, yes, she's on nice Total line. Divas, and now like, she's the main attraction there. She's like the... Main character? The matriarch. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what you call it? Yeah. Um, so. You know, she's like the mother to all the girls, and... She, to, that, but to, then she kind of is at that. She, but I do. Yeah, kinda, yeah, I believe sure. that. Like sure. she's been there for a very long time. But then you know, she's she's a crybaby. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> you got to be yeah. a little bit stronger if you, and not take offense mm-hmm. to stuff. It, it's just it, she rubs me the wrong way. Um, honorable mentions. Um, well, I oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I I already said. Um, uh, what was it? Carmel and Lacey okay. Evans. Honorable um, mentions. I have some honorable mentions. Uh, Randy Rhodes. I think her anytime she's on screen on Dynamite, it's always been a negative. Yeah. To me, yeah. um, she she's good on the mic, but the stuff that she says and the the stuff that she's involved with, I just want nothing mm-hmm. to be a part of. And mm-hmm. like, and it's kind of ruining dynamite, kind of the nightmare collective. It's just not no. She, she isn't helping, yeah. you know, with a, along oh, yeah, with the yeah, yeah. improvements. Nyla Rose, I just don't think is experienced enough, mm-hmm. like to be on the stage that she is at. You know, she could. She almost fucking legitimately killed Michael Nagazawa in that one <laughs> Dynamite episode. Yeah, yeah. She's just, you know, I think, I think she has like two years. Like, it's, she needs to wrestle another two years before she can ever be on television. Right, right, she's right. just not television ready. Right. No matter how much they want to, you know, tout her as this big deal. Yeah. Um, but that's really all. Yeah, Rio's reign for me has been lackluster. I think because she just hasn't been presented enough, and that's and that's not. And I think that's mostly because she has dates to fulfill with Stardom. Yeah. And has and I think that's on AEW's just mismanagement in general. Yeah, and like they, she, and she's yeah. a little botchy, but I, 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 she's pretty good though. I, I think I blame that on communication. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, what like just like the language barrier or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I mean. I, dude, some of the greatest matches of all time are between dudes. Well, Kenny Omega is uh, he's he's fluent in Japanese, so I can't really say that. But I mean, I think Riho. There is an argument to be made about you know, like overrated. It's still early to be determined. Very, yeah. it is very early, and I do like I do see the talent in her. Yeah, you know, but she's had good matches before. Yeah, and that's what happens when you're Kenny Omega's protege. I mean, like. He's pretty much that division. Mm. Like he's running that division. Yeah. Him, like it's. I mean, like the mismanagement of talent. Sometimes there's a bit of a mismanagement in talent. Sometimes with AEW, like there was Chris Statlander. You know, they yeah. recently yeah. announced that the four. It's it's just going to be a four way, uh, but of the women's title matches yeah, right. because besides Chris Statlander versus Riho, the- because Chris Statlander has a a, a booking commitment with uh, Joey Ryan's promotion. Oh. Um, yeah, Wait, it's a fatal four. T- it's not, not she's not, she's not going to be on the show January 1st. It's dumb. Stantlander. And like, they could have easily pro- avoided this by not even booking the number one contender match. Yeah. yeah they yeah. should have known. They, they should have known. They mm-hmm. known. Mm-hmm. Um, I think honorable mention just for worst wrestler of the year. That's Lars Sullivan. Like, I have to talk about just this. In general. Just in general. Just the worst. <laughs> um, I, needs, I, I wanted to give, I wanted, I wanted to give him the worst I, person. I wanted to give him the confused wrestler of the year. 
<laughs> um, because this boy has got a lot to figure out because mm-hmm. he's got uh, he's got he's got mental health issues. He's so, so, like he's so far you don't in the closet, he's on. finding Christmas presents. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. earlier this year he came out with uh, came out with the homophobic things he said in the past, uh, racist, racist things he said, um, and then all of a sudden recently, uh, a couple days ago, it comes out that Lars Sullivan is a former something allegedly mm-hmm. a former gay porn star. Mm-hmm. Or not star, but he was in some movies. Some might say he's. And too- I watched the intro, yeah. and I'm like, "That's his voice." That's some might say him. he's the hottest mess of 2019. Yeah, there you go. I would say he's the hottest mess of 2019. And I honestly, you don't want to pile on. Sometimes, like this, this this boy clearly needs help. Well, he does, and I. But I think there's a lot to be said. But you know, also there is a little about that. There's a little bit of Schadenfreude. It, it's a little like, you know, you know, like it's just you see a lot of self-loathing. You see this guy like it's it's like it's one of those stories that you come out like, oh, you hear those Baptist preachers like being found in a gay orgy shower. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's like or the you know, or like the pray the gay aways politicians people, or know. politicians or that kind of thing. There's in a little the bit of shouting bathrooms. Well, you know what? Lars seemed very into it when I watched the video and he was very happy. <laughs> you give us an in-depth report of this on the B show. He'll, he'll say he was acting. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, that, that's I mean, a great way to end the show. <laughs> the worst of 2019, guys. Uh, well, thank you very much. Has it been? Sh- has this been a little bit shorter than the best of? Yeah, a little bit. I like that. Honestly, you know, we always try to be harp on like again. We have to be. We have to hold you know certain things accountable. But I, I genuinely kind of find it a little bit heartening that we are a lot more enthusiastic about the best of. Yeah. Than that is the worst of because. You know, wrestling fans have been built on negativity. Wrestling has been built on negativity for a very long time. Absolutely. And it's been kind of heartening to see. The power of positivity. Amen yeah. to that. And you know, if you if you do this thing, I heard this trick at um, uh, on New Year's Eve. If you play the New Day's music right at midnight, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. That about does it here for us at City Wrestling Radio. Thank you for listening to us rag on all the worst. This really was That really was the worst, Corey. Um, we will see you later this week. We got the shows this week. Got the Beast Show coming up. Wrestle Kingdom preview. And we'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful day and a great rest of your week. Oh, Bye. Man. Bye-bye. Palette cleanser, please. Uh, hold on.